Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, a paper crafting and creative lifestyle show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we are creating in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedell. The Crafty Ass Female Podcast is brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project, a community that encourages you to tell your story with pictures, paper, words, and the bits of life we find along the way. You can join us in the ALP for free at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash craftyassfemale. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Crafty Ass Female. <laughs> yeah, Again. thank you guys so much for having <laughs> me back. This is our season of the unexpected, and it's been, for me, unexpected how many returning guests we've had. Like, it's exciting to be like to hear check check back ins with everybody and you've been one of my favorites just thank you ever but for the listeners we have Caitlin Cole today on the show who's a super talented graphic designer and illustrator working on working as a visual designer for Amazon gift cards isn't that <laughs> di- you were in Amazon last year but it was the different yeah. like yeah I switched teams right? yeah yeah cool cool so you do that during the day and then you have your digital print shop, push print studio by night, by whenever the mood strikes, (laughs) right? (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So I can't wait to talk to you kind of just about life in general, where you've been since last year. I know we did your creative backstory last year and how you um, got into memory keeping type of convo, but we've just been talking to our guests about like 20 freaking 20, man, like (laughs) kind of how's it affected your everyday and your art and all that stuff. So we can kind of jump right in there. What are your thoughts on this yeah, year? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's um yeah, it's definitely been a year. I I feel really fortunate to have a job that I can like do from home. Obviously, that didn't really change much cuz I was working from home a little bit before. So, I was in and out of the office. Um yeah, it's just it's been a weird year. Like the the whole pandemic and everything and it it feels almost like I've been living the same day since like mid-March just like wake up and like yeah get to work and then I don't really go anywhere maybe like the grocery store (laughs) um but yeah it's 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 been interesting lots of ups and ups and downs emotionally I would say sure yeah Kristen before you hopped on me and Kristen were just saying like like what is the holidays gonna like it's just gonna be the same thing that the rest of the year was kind of it's like with a little different music (laughs) playing in the background yeah I don't I don't know that's I didn't we canceled Thanksgiving we're just gonna have an at-home Thanksgiving um Washington State just went back into like a I think four-week lockdown or something like that so um recommending that you don't have interactions with people outside of your household so that just was stated this week, right? It's been this week that things. Have yeah, been- I think Sunday uh, they announced it and then it went into effect. I want to say on Wednesday. I mean, I wasn't really yeah. out and about doing much anyways. Like I, I wasn't going to the gym still. I like they opened it and I didn't go back um, just because I was nervous. And uh, yeah, so I, I mean, it, it feels like the same. I'm sure people who have been out and about are like mm. kind of mad about that, but um Mm. I just haven't been I've been pretty much hunkered down so 
Nice. And making some changes to push print, which I was excited to talk yeah. to you about. So, because I mean, again, I gushed about it on the last interview, but I love your digital print. Thank shop. you. And I just like, I, I like, I, I just downloaded and bought some cards that I remember seeing like again over yeah. a year ago, but it's, I just, it's the shop that keeps on giving. Like when I'm like, I want to print, I want to document something. I'm like, I wish I push print. Like you're always the first thing I go to, to see if I'm inspired by anything. So yes. Thank you. So it went from its own website and you put it back on Etsy. What yeah. So I actually that? had never started with Etsy in the first place. I feel like I'm kind of like going backwards in a sense where people <laughs> start their shops on Etsy and then they um, find some success there and like make a, a larger website um, to support that. But I started right out of the gate with a larger website and I, I just, felt like I was spending a lot of money in like this fancy business website that really I was at the time too, they, um, they were one of like three websites that offered digital downloads, unless you could like somehow knew how to do it on WordPress or whatever. I don't know how to do the back end mm -hmm. stuff. So I just went with, you know, one of the easy drag and drop sites. And it was, I think I was spending like $33 a month on this all in mm -hmm. business website. Um, and I was only really taking advantage of the fact that I could do digital downloads. So it just mm -hmm. really, and, and I wasn't also making that back. So I was spending a lot of money on a site that wasn't generating enough traffic to really pay for itself. And I, mm -hmm. I just felt like Etsy had um, just like, just kind of go back and start fresh, you know, just like take advantage of a smaller site um, with lower cost. And I just wanted to try it. I didn't want to give it up, I guess. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And like, there, uh, there's a lot of reasons to like not doing the individual cards anymore, because that's, that took so much uploading time. And like, when you're just one designer, who's like, trying to churn out the designs, also trying to scrapbook and then post everything and then be the marketer. It's just like, it's a little bit too much on top of a full-time job. So I took it back to hobby zone, you know, it's just going to be there so that I don't lose it. Um, and it still has a place in my heart. So uh, yeah, I want to work on more push print designs in the future. I just, I can't commit to it being like a business, I guess. I hear that so loud and clear and like I because it is like it is still your passion project yeah say, right it's just the way like and you, you we me and Kristen have been talking to so many people too about how you'd think like a pandemic that's locking <laughs> you home would give you the time and space but like that's not necessarily true <laughs> like you're still just as busy as ever trying to adjust your emotions and format of your yeah, work day, exactly. right? So like, I just feel like it didn't, there's been no extra white space that you can use for all the, you know, maybe some people's schedule, but I never felt it. I was still cranking the same kind of way. But um, yeah, so I, I get yeah. what you're saying. And like, I think it's so smart to what you, you know, to do what you did, 
to go to Etsy, but like, I feel like that's a, a, a struggle a lot of creative people have is when they feel like there's potential to make it a bigger, even income mm-hmm. stream because you know, the talent is there and the, and the demand for it is there. But then when it's not doing the way that you thought, like where does exactly. that fit? Like I, I, all that you said, I just yeah. felt and how, yeah. And yeah. I, I didn't. I don't want to lose the community part of it too, where it's like I love the Instagram scrapbook community so much, and I want. I want to make cards for everyone. I love what, seeing what people um, come up with, but it's uh, yeah, it's hard. I just don't want to let it go, and then it's a juggle of juggling. Like, okay, well, I was on the computer all day for my job. Now I'm going to be on the computer for five more hours uploading sets. Um, so it is, it is like a passion project at this point, um, stepping away from, you know, wanting that, that big fancy website. And, um, it is hard as a creative to let that go because aesthetically, I loved the way that the website looked, um, the branding and the clean white background and the way the cards sat, how they were spaced, all of that. Like, that's definitely something that I miss, but, um, I had to let that go in order to just like, you know, kind of step back and, and keep this. Yeah, still, right, right. I, I feel that so much too. I feel like as a creative who loves making content, and I've never really did it for any income, but like I just always loved to create and share and create and share. And then it's like that part of it too. It's like me and Kristen talked about last week, like overcomplicating. <laughs> so like I feel like a lot of times I would muddy up just what – like what I just wanted to really do with all that you just said, like the right spacing (laughs) of things and the right look and delivery of things when really like you could just make a video, put it on YouTube and it gets your point across like that kind of thing. Like how, what are you overcomplicating or what do you really need to let go of that you think needs to be this, all these extra rules you've kind of put in your head. Exactly. And I, you know, like I would love if push print was my income stream. Could you imagine getting up and like, okay, filming some videos of layouts and taking photos all day with cool backgrounds and just posting to social and like uploading new sets. Um, But that's just like not my reality at all because I mean, I I have bills to pay like every other adult. um, And, you know, I do love my job. So I, I, I think it came down to like um, keeping this as a side hustle kind of hobby thing and, you know, still giving, being able to give my full attention to my job. (laughs) Yes. And so like, it's a good, because I think like, you know, I just turned 36 and something happened where like now I'm in my (laughs) thirties, right? Like that's how I feel. I just like, I'm in my thirties. I'm like there. And like, so one of our questions that I wanted to ask you, and I think like me following you for a while and just knowing how crazy talented you are, like, I feel like you're a person I follow for me that's on my feed that I'm like, I love that I know she's this crafty ass female, but I love also how she's living her life. Like, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, like there's a lot, I just love like about everything you just said, like you could put all this time and energy into building Pushprint into this like mega, you know, thing, but then what would it have done to your life or like the quality of kind of how you want to live? So I don't know if you want to speak to that or I just kind of wanted to hear kind of what you at this point 
put in like the work category, the life category, and then the hobby category. And because I knew the last time too, you were like moving in a new yeah. house, right? Like there's just so much things yeah. going on. And now you're kind of settled. Yeah. I mean, we're still working on yeah. the house. I Like crazy people, we tore the siding off um, because we need to replace it. And we put all new windows in. We just have a million projects kind of going at once. And um, at a certain point, it gets really overwhelming. And I tend to be like, whoa, there's like way too many things going on. And I can't, we talked about this last time, I can't find the focus for just one. And so something that I've really been trying to work on, especially this year is like, um, finding the focus to kind of uh, like 10 minutes of something like I loved, um, is it Kelly uh, Winnell? She does like the 31 minutes. A day. Like I, I want to find that. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's still like a work in progress. But We'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I, I miss scrapbooking. Like, I haven't done it in so long. I think it's been since 2017. I have an album with just the, like, start of the year, like, January. That's that's the last time I've touched a scrapbook because I, I feel guilty. Like, yeah. I should be putting that time into push print and making cards. Um, yeah, and then I just don't because I lose that focus. <laughs> I hear you. I was, what you were just saying, I was thinking, Kristen, like, she could appreciate daily pages. <laughs> daily, Kristen has, like, her daily pages practice, and it's, it's, is it, like, 15 minutes, you say, a day? Well, when I started it, I was in such a similar situation. I was doing so many different things, and any time that I would go to, like, scrapbook a page or make a project, I would feel like, oh, I'm just not... I, it takes me so much time. I have to make so many decisions. Like, oh my God, I'm just, I am overwhelmed. I just can't. And then I was like, oh, okay, well, let me, I need to like spend a couple of minutes a day doing this and build my creative muscles back. And I thought I was only going to do it for mm -hmm. like a summer. And I literally just spent five minutes a day at first. And it was just like, oh, okay, sticker here. Cool. Journaling card here. Awesome. And I was at first just like literally using uh -huh. up my supplies because we have supplies. Um, and like, it felt really good to like use the last three stickers on mm -hmm. that sticker sheet because you know, like the last three stickers are gonna find their perfect way on some perfect layout in some perfect spot one day. And then I found that, oh, well with daily pages, I can just, hey, hey, today, is the day we're going to spotlight these three stickers and say, cool, not only am I making something, but now I get to finish <laughs> a sticker sheet. Or, like, the satisfaction of finishing a roll of washi tape. I mean, <laughs> it's not like we're ever going to finish all the rolls of washi tape. But just to finish one roll of washi tape... And then, yeah, no, and, but now I do it, like, and it takes me 20 minutes because I have a class and I'm doing it with women, like a whole bunch of people and I want to mm -hmm. give people space. So it's a little bit more involved, but I've like, I've made room in my life I love for that. that. Yeah. Like five minutes, man. And like little notebooks, oh, it's, it feels so I, good. Yeah. It's like exercising for I need people. that. I need that. I'm, that's my goal <laughs> this weekend. I'll just do five minutes. I, um, 
I cut up yes. a bunch of, I like printed stuff out for the first time in a long time uh, last weekend or two weeks ago. I, I don't even know what time is anymore, but um, it was the first time in a really long time that I like printed on vellum. And I made that, I made like a mood board for kind of just like some mantras that could inspire me and that I could look at when I opened my sketchbook. And it felt really good to like get in that, that zone again. So um, yeah, yes. I, need, I need that five minutes a day. Yeah. I'm like, it doesn't have to be every day. And like, if you miss a day, who cares? It's not about the streak. It's just about like, just giving yourself some time with mm -hmm. a thing. Yeah. I like that description. Just give yourself a time, some time with a thing. And that's what it is. Like sometime. Like I was just thinking like back how I used to memory keep, like who could keep that up? <laughs> like who was I then? And I'm trying to think like, what was my life? Like, oh, I was living at mom's. So, so I had someone to cook for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just was not yeah. now in adulthood. Like, I, know, I used to do, I think I was like, who was that my person? very first project in scrapbooking was a 52 week project. And I, I would do something every single week. I would sit down and do like a layout. And it's because I didn't have other responsibilities that I have now. I was living in a very inexpensive condo in Utah. I had time at well, and I got my craft products from American Crafts. So mm -hmm. like they were very discounted and um, I was, and it was kind of connected to your, work it was, work. you know, like yeah. you made it right. Um, yeah. and I, I was having like my photos, now I feel so overwhelmed by like, how do I print out photos from, or, or get them printed from all these, these years that I've kind of skipped? Do I just start fresh and make a 2020 album? Do I even want to go there and make a 2020 album? I don't know. <laughs> you know like or do I just start right. fresh next year and yeah. um it, yeah I don't know it, it's right. not, am I the only one yeah. that struggles with this I feel like <laughs> no I literally have a business that helps women decide all of these things Sign me up. yeah like no joke then like literally that's like literally my job and be free no, oh, from absolutely. the guilt I think well and too. then I think the that's the thing and and everyone has different answers to these questions mm -hmm. And there is no right answer. Like, you asked such amazing questions. I literally want to clip <laughs> that part and be like, everyone has different answers to these questions. And they are all amazing questions. And they're all valid questions. Like, unpack them. Like, should I go back? Maybe. Like, my, my answer would be no. Because it's easier. Like, my answer is always mm -hmm. do the easiest thing. So just move forward. One, because... And, right, because I think I think that's the easiest thing to do, because I think that scrapbooking right now mm. is really easy, because it's like, oh, okay, this happened, cool picture, I know yeah. what's happening right now, as opposed to like reflecting on the past, can be just yeah. a little heavier, right? I... And like you need to kind of get in the practice of telling your stories, and then it's like, oh, okay, now I have a story about that thing over there that happened back then. Let me tell it as opposed to trying to go back and tell those mm -hmm. stories first before you've kind of exercised your story muscles. And then when you can't do it easily, I think that's where a lot of that mm -hmm. guilt comes back. 
And you can only do it easily when you're having the time of your life doing it. I think that's what you should focus on. Like, what's going to make you feel like this is like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it can't be forced. Like it definitely (laughs) can't be forced, but I think it is just finding that, that focus to sit down and, and just pick a day to, to do one layout. That's just, yeah, maybe like something that happened last week or something. I don't, um, yeah, Yeah. I, I love this. It's like, Scrapbooking therapy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. That, that's definitely like Kristen is feminist scrapbooker, but she could also be like scrapbook therapist. <laughs> like I feel like that's what yeah. she does. Yeah. I wanted to major in psychology, and then I took Psych 101, and then I was like, mm, no. <laughs> But I did learn mind mapping in Psych 101, and it's been one of the best things I've ever learned in my entire life. And I think it's one of the best ways to do storytelling. So we teach mind mapping in scrapbooking, and I think it's wonderful. You're a scrapcologist. <laughs> I love that. I love that. A That's bit amazing. Of a Amanda. Amanda, you're <laughs> incredible. Um, oh my god. The, okay, so I'm going to tell you off-topic story, right? The weirdest thing happened at the gynecologist. And this is this is not an, a, a, a TMI story. <laughs> the right? letter fell out. <laughs> And we went there and like, you know, everyone's like social distancing and everyone's being really normal. And so the, the, you know, PA or the nurse comes out and she's like, Kristen. And obviously there are two Kristens. And she's like, okay, the one seeing doctor, my doctor's name. And we're like, yep, both of us. And they're like, okay, well, we'll verify the date of birth. And we go in and I, I go in and she's like, oh, okay. You know, January something, 1986. And I'm like, Oh no, January this number, 1986. And she's like, no, January that number, 1986. And I'm like, no, January <laughs> that number, 1986. And she's like, you have to be kidding me. This is ne- like, this is really weird. We don't ever have people who are named the same thing in here at the same time, let alone here for the same doctor, let alone born literally oh three weeks apart. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Only. What made you think of that story? <laughs> that was like okay you know i don't normally go out but then to go out and be like oh, okay there's just another me like right over there and we're just after the together so did you she might she looked like she would be down to scrap right does she need a scrapbook psychologist maybe that was that the reason for you two crossing paths well like everyone was like being really friendly to each other but also like everyone had masks on so you like oh, yeah. can't tell like Everyone was being, like, extra, extra friendly. Also, because it's the Midwest, so. But then, like, everyone had their mouth. So it was just, it was a really, like, guys, we're living in such a weird time. And, like, also, this is why we need to scrapbook. Because no one is going to believe the things that happen. Yeah, we're going to keep that, keep history. Right. And I think, like, that's, that's another thing that I've been thinking about so much this year is like elementary school middle school high school i loved history class because i loved like these primary documents and like oh yeah that girl's diary during life on the prairie or during all of these things and so i've been encouraging people like yo document 2020 because again no one's gonna believe that like all the toilet paper was gone (laughs) You're all going to just laugh at that and be like, ha, 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 grandma, that's so stupid. You know, Nobody believes that. And so, no, I printed out 
Because also, I think it's really stupid to be documenting toilet paper. Like, that's <laughs> dumb. Like, that's just stupid. <laughs> it's a stupid thing to be documenting toilet paper. But people made some really cute toilet paper products. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a feat in and of itself. Like, that's a, that is an achievement to make cute toilet paper products. And they're relevant. Yeah. Like, that's so, what but, it is. It's like, yeah, exactly. And I feel like I totally I, missed that boat where I was like, I should have made like a quarantine <laughs> set or like, uh, yeah, toilet paper cards or something. Oh, don't, but... don't worry. It's coming back <laughs> around. True. I have six more months to figure this out. <laughs> and like, so I like, just document the stuff that's going on because people will not believe it. And so I I literally screenshotted the town's Instagram thing of like, please only flush the toilet with real toilet paper. <laughs> oh yeah, no, oh. straight up. City of East Lansing. Citizens. We're flushing oh their socks. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, did, did you ever see that Reddit post? You told me about it. I was going to say, did I send that one to you? You told me about it. We talked about it on the podcast. This is a podcast legend now. <laughs> oh, you don't want to know. You just okay. I'm sure. Just it's, I'm sure I'll see it. There's so much yeah, just crazy it's shit bad. going on. <laughs> well, yes. Okay. But yeah, no documenting. Just and like even simple ways. It can be photos. It can be screenshots. It can be just like this is cool wrapping paper that I got and just put mm-hmm. it in a notebook because something is better than nothing. Yeah. For me this year, like it's just had to be fun. Even if it's five minutes or a half hour, like it's just had to be fun. Like I was thinking about how, like, again, like what my memory keeping used to be, but again, different life. And then also like what blogging used to be. Like I used to blog, six to seven days a week like the first time I had the first year I ever blogged like but then I think back at that blog and it was because it was nonsense it was nonsense just for me and just so fun to just type words and see it go up in a post like it was the most fun time of my life so I think that like it has to be be that but there's no way I could ever keep up that volume but then so many other things get worked in like who's gonna read it where do I share it how do I market it like you know not that I'm doing it for incomes I'm totally not at this point like I have something like you like that is my life Mm -hmm. and my reality that this would only have to come in when I needed the bursts of fun but I still feel even when I'm like come on let's burst that fun in there like you have so much fun doing it still it needs to be like I overcomplicated because of Mm -hmm. ABC or whatever you fill in like with so it's it's interesting how much none of that was there when I started yeah (laughs) I feel like like you I overcomplicate things um even just when I'm assigned a project at work I'm like oh it's gonna be this thing and it's really just like this small thing that's not you know like my brain will just go in circles and, and I can't like connect the dots to finish the project, but it's like, it wasn't really that complicated. I just made it that way. And, you know, I'm like presenting right. something and people are like, yeah, but maybe let's just dial it back a little bit. So I totally get that. Yeah. But like, what if your blog could be your full-time income and it was always fun? Like, I feel like there's, there's room for that. And if we just take the overcomplicatedness out of it, maybe it it could be 
something else. So right. Yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about starting a blog, which is like, so what, 2007? I don't know. Which is why <laughs> yeah. I love it. <laughs> and I loved it too. I used to keep a blog and it was just like a form of memory keeping, you know, my photos and day to day and nobody read it, but I enjoyed doing it um, until the point where I did think that it was going to be like a job and I would be like, I don't know, cooking dinner and being like, oh my gosh, I should be recording this recipe to put up on the blog or, oh, I have to do a DIY project this week. And then I just make something because I have to. So I think, yeah, there's like a fine line right. of like where things become not fun anymore. So I totally get that. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. So, so on that note, I just kind of, I, w I just wanted to hear your interpretation of like what you categorize, mm -hmm. what is work, what you categorize, like you're like, cause I know you got a new puppy too, <laughs> since we talked to you last too. So Thank you. Cute. But like, like I have, I grew up with a dog, but then I like only had cats, but I feel like the next time we get, like we talk about it all the time, like when we get a house mm -hmm. around the apartment and like we get a dog, like that dog will probably be. Oh yeah. Like, I'm obsessed like... with my dog. Anyone who asks me about yeah. my dog, I'm like, let me tell you what he did this morning. It was so cute. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, you can slow down. And I'm like, no, but he's so cute. <laughs> but that's what I mean. So then like you have all this, like that's life yeah. space and hobby space, you know, that is worth taking up so much time. Oh, hands like, down, know, hands seen, down. But... I would rather go to the dog park and throw the ball for Finn than sit down and make a card set. I That's just like, I don't know. I feel like separating right. yourself from work and doing the things that you really enjoy are you know, even though, you know, making a card set would be like a hobby, it's something I can do at night while I'm like watching TV or watching a movie. Um, yeah, uh, I think work, the work-life balance thing is is huge, especially now just working from home. Um, it's really important to get outside or like get away from the screen, I think. Do you have like a set I'm done for the daytime? Um, it really depends on what projects are due when, um, I try really hard to just shut down at like six o'clock, five thirty or six. It, it depends when mm -hmm. I start too. And I also have to be available for people who might still be online, like in the normal, like nine to five work hours. Um, but some days I start at seven cause I, I prefer mornings. Mm -hmm. I just like, I like to get up early and just like, that's when my brain is working the best um if you can't tell I'm like not I'm like all over the place right now um I I just uh yeah I guess I try and shut down by like 5 6 30 um and then you know weekends I feel like are definitely my space to disconnect completely and be like this is my space this is my time I'm, I'm not gonna you know I, I'm I'm kind of a procrastinator. So in the past, especially like while working from home, I've been like, oh, it's Friday. I could do this tomorrow. But that has that's totally unhealthy and does not work for me at all where I'm finding myself like Sunday night, like, oh, crap, I have to do that still because I postponed it all the way until now. Um, so I've kind of trained myself not to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, I guess. 
something I really want to try is just like making lunchtime layouts so that I can get back into scrapbooking mm -hmm. and like shut my computer down for an hour at lunch and really take that time and do something for myself. Um, but I have yet to do that. <laughs> I, I don't know. I might, I might try. I, yeah, I don't know. Work-life balance. It's all, it's all over the place this year. It's, different when you don't have the office to go to, you know, or like, you know, the classroom where you're like leaving it at work. Um, so that's been a big adjustment. Feel that. Yeah, I think that's a that's a really big adjustment is not having even if you have a specific place in your house where you do the work, it's still mm -hmm. in your house. And you can see it and you can go to it and it's only, you know, it's yeah. it's right there. And when you have a computer that you do the work on and then you also do other things on the computer, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if you have mm -hmm. a space in your house because your computer is... Exactly. And it could be anywhere. It could be from the office. It could be from the kitchen table. It could be from the couch. Um, so, yeah, I think trying to, like, leave it in that space, but it's still your home is, is kind of complicated. On the days that I used to work from home, um, like last year, I had a pretty defined schedule. Like I had personal training in the morning. I would go at 7 a.m. to personal training. I would come back, shower, start working by nine and kind of shut down, you know, 5.30 and start cooking dinner. And I had like a very, um, like, like uh, I, I've said it a hundred times, <laughs> set schedule, I don't know. Um, like, to differentiate all of those tasks but now it's like okay I'm gonna have to work out in my backyard or in some room of the house if it's raining or if it's cold so that's yeah it's just it's interesting doing everything from your personal space yeah it's it's a very weird situation mm -hmm. and it's it's so much personal mm -hmm. freedom which then again makes that decision fatigue so much more difficult. Yes. Yes. 100%. Um, because especially like when there are dishes in the sink, but you need to do this other project that you're working on or there's laundry to be done, but you're here. So you should just do it and get it over with. Um, yeah. Those are definitely like the struggles this year for me, which are not, bad problems to have. I'm 100% grateful to be able to do my job from my house. Um, but it's, it's been, yeah, decision fatigue is the best way no, to I describe feel, it completely. I feel you so hard on there are dishes in the kitchen, but I really need to mm -hmm. write the stupid thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to ignore the fact that the kitchen is a disaster right now because work needs to be done and it's so it's such a weird feeling to be doing you know spending more work time at home which means home is messier than you mm -hmm. want it to be and still having to see it because your brain isn't you might logically know that oh yes that will be taken care of and you know dishes are dishes mm -hmm. we'll just deal with it but your brain is like, problem, we must mm -hmm. solve problem. And it's like... And it's... 
there's just so much like overwhelm and it's like and it's easy it's like the easy tasks because i you know i'm a a list maker and Mm -hmm. i love checking things off my list so i'm i'm a big um fan of just getting that like quick gratification from doing the easy tasks and like you know i might have other things that i need to do but i'd love to check off three things before that bigger task if that makes sense (laughs) and it feels good Mm -hmm. to have them done it feels good to have a nice clean kitchen especially then then you can be like oh yeah now i'm gonna work in my nice clean kitchen and then i can make a really nice dinner and (laughs) it's just the never-ending cycle it's it's it really is and you know like you said it's they're great mm-hmm. problems to have but still they kind of you know it just kind of also sucks to like mm-hmm. have dishes all the time in 2020 when you also have all these other things <laughs> yeah. you can't leave your house it's not like you know oh my god there's so many dishes honey tonight why don't we just go get a pizza or why don't we just go to this other Leave. place? Why don't we just, you know, and like you, could, yeah, like like let's let's go somewhere and not deal mm-hmm. with this tonight. And on any other working from home day, like like last year, and that were an issue. Like if I were distracted by something like the house being messy or anything, I would go to a coffee shop. I would just close. I would leave, close the door, and be like, "That is a later problem," and I will deal with that when I'm back from wherever um so i miss i miss being able to do that just like (laughs) leave the house totally and i think like right they're tiny problems they're small problems but little tiny little small problems when they're added onto bigger problems and you can't really do anything about the small problems they just make everything like Mm -hmm. uh, and worse and just like this is what we're dealing with in 2020 that just kind of makes everything, you know, like a, these are the contributing factors mm-hmm. to what day is it? Feeling like what you're just doing it? the same like, thing every day. Just like this weird exactly. cycle. There's, yeah. You're just unstuck. And, and that also mm-hmm. is exhausting. Right. Because there's an unrest. Like what I feel 2020s did is it's like kicked around our rituals and routines. Like it's like kicked them around. So it's like, it's sorry, that was the word I was looking for. Yeah. (laughs) Well, but like it didn't like find a change and we're trying to it, but like it kicked Mm -hmm. it around. Like it's like almost like we're trying to like chase it back or like we're trying to figure out where to go or like, Mm -hmm. what is it? And then there's unrest in that. It's like, I, cause then, it presents like you have the day, but that doesn't mean anything we're learning. Like, it doesn't matter to have the day and to be home yeah. in your space. Like, the ritual and routine of I see this and I need to go to the coffee shop is gone. Like, so then you have to, like, make up for that, which is, like Kristen's saying, like, exhausting. There's unrest in, like, not having that to hold mm-hmm. and use the way you did in the past. So I know it's like a weird insidious yeah. kind of like. It's it's like uh, we watched Groundhog's Day or whatever because I had never seen it. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, I guess this explains it exactly. Like I'm just waking up and doing the same thing every day. Um, you know, but I do keep like routines of like, I get up at the same time every day. I make the bed and I have coffee. Um and then I try to do like a little mini workout. So I still am trying to like keep a routine. It's just a different routine. Like you said, just like trying to 
to get used to it. So yeah, that's what my work-life balance looks like, I guess. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I answered your question yeah. or if I just rambled on. I'm sorry if I just threw all of that at you. I love it all. I love it all. But I feel like as crafty as females, as women who like get things done and are resourceful, like we think we can do it all or like, you know, I don't know. I just feel like we beat ourselves up if we're doing pretty mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's such a good point, Amanda. I think everything that you were saying is that that we try to keep this or find this new semblance of routine. And we can do it in little bits here and there, but then we get thrown curveballs like not being able to leave the house or not being able to do things in a way that is would have been easy or routine in the past, whether it's, you know, go to the office or get takeout. Well, I guess you could still mostly get takeout in places, but yeah, we <laughs> You know, but, but go to restaurants or, you know, go to the gym and take your gym mm -hmm. classes at the gym. You know, go to the pool. Literally just do anything with friends in a place. Um, and having to create, like, all of your own routines, like, personally or with, like, one other person or, like, you know, if you have kids, like, oh my god. I just can't even imagine having to create your own little routines with tiny yeah. little people as opposed to like having, you know, having soccer or having violin or like having these things that where you can let these rituals help you decide how to navigate life as opposed to now it's like, okay, literally paint on an open canvas and do it perfectly <laughs> yeah yeah i'm, I'm supposed to like i'm so impressed by my friends who have kids and they're like teaching them at home and also freelancing and also being like a stay-at-home mom and doing like the kitchen the housework and like cooking I i'm so impressed with them because i don't i would fall apart right yes i, I couldn't I do all of that at all and and then like half right half of them have partners who are also mm -hmm. working at home and then you have to deal with the stress and the pressure that that brings because it's not like that's an easy thing to deal with the work at home with another person working at home dynamic is always mm -hmm. interesting and like there's just so many interesting interpersonal dynamics that we've had to deal with yeah. in 2020 even though we've been isolating from people, we've been doing such great work, even though we all feel like we're flailing. <laughs> That's a good way of putting but, it. <laughs> you know, right now, like, I feel like, you know, it's that point where you are swimming, but you feel mm -hmm. like you're not swimming. Yeah. And it's like, oh my god, I'm not swimming. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not swimming. I'm definitely not swimming. And then like, yeah. whoever it is that's teaching you how to swim, and it's like, oh no, you're, you're definitely not swimming. Like, you're mm -hmm. definitely above the water. Right. If you're talking, then you're mm -hmm. definitely not drowning. Right. And it's like, that's yeah. a good analogy. Be yeah. Because I feel that clearly. too. If, if I'm able to talk to you, then I'm definitely not. You know, I don't have a mouth yep. full of water. So, and like, if I think that's kind of where we are. It's like. 
we obviously have no idea what's going on. We've obviously never been in this situation before. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I mean, all we're being asked to do is, like, stay at home, which I am a homebody. I like being at home. Um, I, you know, so... It's interesting how you just kind of create problems, right? Like, I love being at home, but now I'm, like, creating problems that are basically just in my head. Like, I could just push everything aside and be like, it's everything's fine. Um, and all I have to do is not be around people. So. Right. It's, yeah, and and, and it's really easy for us to create mm-hmm. problems in our head sometimes. And it's just another way to exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We're on the same page, and and yeah, right. Like big ups to everybody who has to go Mm -hmm. out and work. And it would be great if we could make it easier. Like the healthcare workers. Um, Oh my god, I can't even imagine going through what they go through every day. And um, like everybody who has to be in a grocery store working at the checkout. Like that is not fun i'm sure people's emotions are like and like uh tensions can run high especially when there's like no toilet paper or whatever like i feel awful for people who have to go and deal with people who are in maybe not the best state of mind or like you know reaching for the last toilet paper and freaking out on somebody i can't imagine having to deal with that um so I, yeah, like huge props to them. And I've got it easy like right now. So my. I know it's been pretty good for us people who are yeah. already working at home and love being at home and, you know, tend to overcomplicate <laughs> and have a recovering perfectionist tendencies. Mm-hmm. So I think it's been a really good year for us to reflect on a lot of that stuff because we've had to really not be perfect Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways because perfection has just not been an option like oh yeah my favorite brand of whatever is not at the store (laughs) right i can't go to a coffee shop like somebody would be like wham like oh i'm so sorry for you like that's not a problem so yeah i'm i tend to i understand my complaints are very um not not shouldn't be complaints or problems at all um <laughs> way to be human girl <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like i totally feel you human. my biggest complaint right now my biggest problem in my entire life is that i have two fireplaces in my house <laughs> and neither one of them oh, no. has a mantle <laughs> I, I feel like you could diy that you can Florida. it's so uncool <laughs> It's so not cool. Like, I mean, makes it's so you feel unfair. Any better. <laughs> I don't have a mantle either. <laughs> what were these people Ours thinking? is just like a a pipe that kind of comes out of the top of the chimney and goes into like little gas fireplace thing. Um, oh, I have two giant brick Oh, that sounds so pretty. <laughs> They're gorgeous. Just neither one of them has a freaking mantle. <laughs> one of them's right can, behind you, right? You know, one of them is right yeah. behind me, and it's black, and it's oh, like literally a giant so black you fireplace. You can totally DIY a mantle for that. I'm 
I need to because I get so angry every single holiday season. Like, this is literally my biggest white girl first world problem <laughs> is that I have a house and it has two fireplaces and I can't put stuff on the mantle. Do you have any of those, like, second use building material type stores um, or. Oh, yeah. We have yeah. amazing ones. We have yeah. the Habitat for Humanity Restore. Oh, love that store. Um, and we also have what is literally the greatest store that's ever been invented in the entire world. It is the Michigan State University okay. surplus store. So anytime the university is done oh. with their stuff, it goes to the surplus store. So they sell the weirdest <laughs> shit. So like anything from used clothes, used books, used computers to like used Ford F one fifties and like like one hundred and fifty thousand dollar like particle accelerator huh. things like they're like and then they also sell like vermicompost and ice cream from the other university affiliated stores <laughs> it is the coolest store on the planet every year yeah you can find a mantle there 100 like, percent. Oh, omg sometimes they have bunk beds from the dorms I don't know if you'd ever want a bunk bed from a dorm, but like, good raw material. You the, yeah, you could take the frame, right? Good raw and then, like, get new mattresses. Yeah, yeah. They took like the whole basketball. I think it's time for a revisit. They were selling squares. Oh, just yes, it's. Oh my god, it's the most amazing store ever. Every year they have a book sale. Every book <laughs> is fifty cents. I have to. It's. It's unreal. It's the best that place in the like world. A really great place. Yes. It is every single time a person comes, we try to go there with them. So I can't wait until we can have people visit and go back to the store because so many of my... I have a couch that oh I got gosh. there for $10. Mm. Yeah, That's amazing. It's, amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, we got like container, like plant containers, like gigantic plant containers, like 50 of them. Some of them are like three feet wide. Oh just my gosh! Free. Yeah, we have a, we have stores like that, and I'm like constantly stalking their website because um, people will put you can put stuff on hold. You can't, um, and and so other people can't purchase it. And there's like up to five holds per item. And I feel like I win the lottery when I get an item that's already been on hold, and I'm like the second person to have it on hold. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how did they pass this thing up? Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can totally relate to that. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love just like weird <laughs> things. Make a mantle. And Make it happen. I know, I have to. I'm just <laughs> it's just like uh makes me it just makes me so mad. <laughs> this house makes me so mad sometimes. Yes. Okay, so every episode this season, we have been asking questions about unexpected things that have been happening in people's lives and whether they have been an unexpected thing that has brought something awesome to your life, an unexpected thing that has taught you a lesson. What unexpected thing has happened to you? There have been so many this year. Um, but I think one of the biggest ones was in March. Um, we, we were supposed to leave for our honeymoon on March 30th. And we were going to, we had everything set up 
um, we were, we had a camper van we were going to rent in New Zealand and do like a South Island uh, road trip and then drive up to Auckland and fly from Auckland to Bora Bora or French Polynesia and then go to this like little overwater bungalow, which had always been like a dream of mine. Um, and leading up to it, there were like so many news reports that were just like um, people banning different travel situations. And then I think the New Zealand prime minister, like the, the weekend before we were supposed to leave was like, we are shutting down borders. No one can come in to our, you know, our little safe zone. And so that was very unexpected. We had been looking forward to that honeymoon for an entire year. We started planning it, um, in, in 2019 and kind of just like saving up and booking things as we were going. Um, so that whole thing got canceled. And I think lots of different things that I'm thankful for came out of that. Um, we got a dog, Finley, who I am obsessed with and I love. That would have never happened. Actually, we were, we were on a list. And I know adopting a dog is very important. Um, but we were, I had fallen in love with these like Australian shepherd puppies and I was on a list for their like upcoming litter for actually this October and the whole like perfect plan was like go on the honeymoon have a great summer here in the Pacific Northwest and then get our puppy for the holidays um and I was just like you know what I'm gonna look for a dog who needs a home instead now that we're here and I'm at home um why I don't see the point in like paying a ton of money for a puppy when there's probably a dog that needs a home. Um, and all of the adoption, like dog adoption places were just like out of dogs. Nobody had like, right. <laughs> right. Like, that happened. Everyone, Everyone was getting, was getting one, yeah. dogs. Um, and I like randomly looked on Craigslist. It's just, like the weirdest thing. I didn't even know they had a pets section on Craigslist that was specifically for pets. Um, and I was just scrolling through and I saw a picture of Finley. It was just like one picture and then like a huge paragraph of the type of person this person was looking for because they couldn't care for their dog anymore, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I contacted her and she was like, you know, we did the whole back and forth thing. And then I went and picked him up and I was like, Hey babe, I got a dog. <laughs> wow. Um, and that was like, I think that was like one of the biggest blessings out of this, this year for us, because, you know, we, I have always wanted a dog my whole life. Like I, I've never had my own dog that was just mine. Um, and I love him so much. He brings me so much joy, <laughs> like so much joy. Um, he was two when we got him or just about to turn two when I got him. So we kind of missed the whole puppy phase of everything, but it was great. Like he's already potty trained. He was already crate trained. He's already um, like knows most commands and like, he's just like, seriously the light of my life. Like he is my. What a sweet guy. <laughs> yeah. So cute my little fur Instagram. baby. I just love him so much. Um, yeah. So that <laughs> we got chickens and not because we panicked about eggs, but because we had actually <laughs> talked about getting chickens for a very long time and I was like why not just do it now I'm at home we got chicks um 
yeah, and like finished a ton of house projects. Like um, my husband, Jordan, uh, was furloughed for some time. Um, he was considered an essential worker. So he, he still goes to his job every day. Um, but while he was furloughed, we like, he put new windows in the house. Like it's, it yeah, major progress on the house projects, which I don't think would have happened just financially if we had gone on our honeymoon, which we totally plan to go back on. Um, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is it going to be a, is it going to happen? It will. I think it'll <laughs> happen eventually. I think it could be like a 2023 trip or, uh, yeah, down the road. But, um, oh, yeah, lots of little blessings from not going, not getting to go on that trip um, for sure. Good answer. Yeah, <laughs> I love the story of I love family. I love family so <laughs> much. Sweet. We do like every morning we have like couch cuddles and he like hops up and he puts his little head on my my leg and I pet him and cuddle him and then during lunch we always go outside and play and he's just yeah, I love him. Love my dog. <laughs> I love it. That's so fantastic. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks for coming on again. Yeah, thank you so much for this having me back. You are so welcome. This has been a great episode, and we will be back next week with another awesome... Is it going to be a human? Oh, I mean, it's definitely going to be a human, but is it going to be another human, or is it just going to be the two of us? Just us humans? <laughs> I'm not sure. We haven't decided yeah, when this is J- going out. Yet. Just us humans. <laughs> or is there going to be another human with us? I guess you'll have to wait and see. All right, guys, we'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the show. We are headed over to the Craftiest Female After Chatter show now, which is an exclusive perk for Awesome Ladies All Access Club members. The All Access Club has a ton of great benefits like daily page lessons with me, free courses, and yeah, it's literally called the All Access Club because of the legit all of the access, right? But one of the best things is the After Chatter Vault. There are more than 100 episodes, both audio and video, in an easy-to-use classroom where you can even mark your progress. So we've got another great episode of the After Chatter Show coming up right now, and you can join us today at theawesomeladiesproject.com slash CAF. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we'll be back next week with another great episode. Thanks, guys. Love you so much.